0: cast my name is james strong joined by birthday boy cody tanner all the way from west virginia cody how are you on this wonderful saturday morning of your 31st birthday
1: oh james i'm doing lovely thank you for asking sipping on some (laughs) coffee uh having to go to work today don't get to watch the steelers game it's very sad but you know what boo Another year in the books, another year older, another year wiser or dumber, just depends on how you look at it. <laughs> uh, but how are you James? How are you doing?
0: Man, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Looking forward to this 3-day weekend. Let's start this thing off right. There you go. With some energy. No, it's not a beer. <laughs> it's not a beer at nine thirty in the morning. Uh, although game day tailgating, I've been known to do that from time to time. Yeah. Uh, usually on Sundays, though.
1: Yeah, those one o'clock kickoffs—they open up those those things at what nine? It's nine a.m. that all those parking lots open up and the and start It's early, stuff. man. It's early. It might, be, yeah. it might be eight. It's I think it, wait. Yeah. Here. It's five hours before the game. So one. 12, 11, 10, so eight. 9, 8. It's 8 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Parking lot red. Or red Home. lot. Whatever. I don't remember. I, I can't I can remember. It's red lot. Yeah. Was the one that I red remember. lot. Was the one that I always parked in. There's a group of old oldies that sit there and they all go, you know, they got shots of uh what was it?
0: <laughs> it was crown.
1: Crown, yeah, crown royal. Yeah. Every <laughs> half an hour on the half an hour. And if you think about five hours, <laughs> that's 10 shots before the game. <laughs>
0: Those guys are nuts. <laughs> they are.
1: They were a fun time though. I mean, they they cook brisket like it's crazy. Um, yeah, but it is. They're a good
0: doing time. New York strip steaks. <laughs> yep. They, <laughs> create your own bloody marys. It was absolutely off the hook. <laughs> whole nine yards.
1: I'm excited to go back someday. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's Love get new. into this though. We we got some Steelers news. Uh, unfortunate. Yes. Sad. Big. Sad news first. Not sad news, but like unfortunate news or concerning. News. So you talking to concussions? Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> so it turned out that in last week's game uh, that both TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith suffered concussions. Um, Alex, during the game, they were both actually um, reviewed by the independent consultant from the NFL, the neuro- neurological consultant, whatever. Both of them passed the tests, but Alex never came back into the game. Uh, His was diagnosed as a concussion earlier. TJ played the rest of the game. And as the game went on, apparently he started wearing a visor, which light sensitivity is definitely a sign of a concussion. Yep. And then he also, uh, post-game, in his post-game interviews, was experiencing migraines already. Uh, So it seems as though they just did not properly diagnose it. Now, this is not the Steelers' staff. This is the independent third-party neurological consultant that did not diagnose it as a concussion. Yep. Uh, so seems as though TJ basically played the entire game last week with a concussion because he took that shot to the face on, like, the very first defensive play. <laughs> <Yep>. So... <laughs> Uh, but on the plus side both of them have cleared concussion protocol that's the only positive thing about last week being a thursday game this week being a saturday you got two extra days of rest and recovery uh, which did allow both of them to get all the way back from those concussions so fortunately for us we will have both of them back uh, for today's matchup
1: yeah we need them we need them bad
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need everybody, Bo. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, we need that. We'll get to the injury report here in a minute. Um, looking fairly positive for the Steelers. Um, we did release running back Quadri Oleson from the practice squad uh, and did sign outside linebacker David Perales, a name that you have heard before. He's been in and out of that practice squad room. Um, and then, you know, you obviously talked about TJ and Alex clearing the concussion protocol. We'll probably see him play. We need him both anyways. Um, hopefully they, that's, I mean, concussions coming often in sports, especially football. Um, hopefully they can stay clear of, uh, reagitating that at all today. Um, because there's a chance you can clear protocol and still have like, not symptoms. I don't want to say, but like, you can still have headaches and you can still be, you know, not a hundred percent, uh, and be able to pass concussion protocol. So curious to see how that goes. Uh, and then Steelers did elevate outside linebacker Kyron Johnson to game day 53. Uh, Kyron Johnson being what? He's only been there for a week.
0: Two uh, weeks? he was elevated last week also. Okay, so two weeks um, probably. Maybe I don't remember if he was the week before also or not. Uh, but he's been a game day elevation for special teams. Yeah. Because uh, the backup outside linebacker room, it's you know obviously Nick Herbig plays a lot of special teams. Uh, but Malik golden does not uh marcus golden i should say not malik yeah uh, he doesn't play any special teams and then the middle linebacker room got so devastated with injuries that usually you play a lot of those guys on special teams and you just were running out of middle linebacker and outside linebacker bodies uh, so even like last week tyron johnson was elevated for the game he didn't play a single defensive snap yep. uh, even with tj out there hurting and them checking his teeth out and you know, <laughs> Alex Highsmith Jeez. missing dang near the entire game. Uh, so they had no substitutes basically for Herbig and for Watt, and they still didn't play Kyron Johnson. So he is strictly for special teams. Uh, imagine him kind of like a Miles Killebrew for the team right now.
1: Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with him moving forward. Probably just going to be playing that special teams role again. Uh, injury report mm-hmm. for the Steelers. Uh, only one player listed as out for the game so far. And another listed as questionable. Everyone else has no game day uh, sign. My my be- best get is that that means they're going. Uh, so Kenny Pickett obviously didn't participate all week with the ankle injury. He's listed as out. Isaac Siamalu with a shoulder injury. Did not participate all week listed as questionable. And then you go through the, the long list of guys. Um, you got Najee Harris with that knee injury. Didn't participate early. Full participation the rest of the week and probably will play. DeMonte KZ with an ankle injury. Limited early, full the rest of the week. Expect to see him. James Pierre, shoulder injury, full participation all week this time. So I do expect Mm, to see him play. That's a great sign. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's a phenomenal gunner, so we would like to see him come back out there. Uh, Alandon Roberts with that groin injury. Did not participate Tuesday, but then limited Wednesday, full participation on Thursday. So that is promising. Alex Highsmith, the concussion protocol. Limited early in the week, full participation as of Thursday. T.J. Watt, limited early in the week, full participation Wednesday and Thursday, so expect to see those two guys go. Uh, Keanu Benton, with an oblique injury, was limited majority of the week with full practice on Thursday. Uh, Cameron Hayward, with the groin injury that's been on and off all year, limited on Tuesday, full on Wednesday. and Or limited on Tuesday, yeah, full on Wednesday and Thursday. And then Deontay Johnson, with a knee injury, uh, didn't participate on Wednesday and full on Thursday. So... I'm assuming he's a go at this point. I don't yeah. know if it matters <laughs> quite frankly, we might get better play out of the guys backing him up. We don't know. Um,
0: well, in the funny thing about Deontay is like, that's Mitch's guy. Yeah. So that's who Mitch is. Mitch is going to force it to all game long, whether he's open or not. And I, I think you bring up an, an interesting point. If Deontay is not out there, he can't force it to him. And he might be a little more open to looking at all the receivers instead of just one.
1: Yeah. Especially so. George Pickens.
0: <laughs> yeah, most of one on one. Yes.
1: Up the <laughs> <With> sideline. Anyone <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me George over anyone. Uh, anyway, uh let's talk Colts and their injuries going into mm-hmm. today's game. Uh Brayden Smith, the offensive tackle has a knee injury, did not practice all week long and is out for the game. Uh, I believe he is a starting tackle, right tackle, I believe. So I think we're going to have a backup for TJ Watt today. Yeah, correct. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, you might have heard of him, one heck of a running back, uh, has a thumb injury.
1: Spelled Did me, not participate
0: yes. all week long and uh, out. Yep, He's out. He will not be playing today. Um, defensive back Jalen Jones with an ankle injury, limited early and full the rest of the week, should be going. Cornerback, rookie cornerback, that is Julius Brents, some call him Juju Brents, uh with a quad, full participant all week long. So he'll be going. Defensive tackle, DeForest Buckner with a back injury was full limited and then did not participate Thursday. They don't have a designation for him on the game, uh, but he went the wrong way. So I wouldn't be surprised if a guy like that was unable to play. Uh, Tight end Will Mallory with a rib injury, full participant all week. Linebacker EJ Speed with a knee injury, full participant all week. Uh, Zaire Franklin, the outside linebacker with an illness. Uh, Just missed Tuesday, was there Thursday, or Wednesday and Thursday. And then linebacker Segun Alubi, with a hip, was limited early in the week, did not participate on Thursday, and is out for the game.
1: Yep. So missing a running back, a tackle, and a linebacker. Yeah, lots of injured linebackers, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, what, three? No, two. No, 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 three. The bottom three are all linebackers. Speed, Mm -hmm. Franklin, and Alubi. Um, so interested to see how that goes. Uh, looking at their depth chart here, uh, offensive side of the ball quarterback Gardner Minshew, a name that everyone knows, kind of got his stardom with the Jaguars before they drafted the one, the only Trevor Lawrence. Um,
0: how'd <laughs> <laughs> that go again? The one, the only
1: <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, <It's> Sunshine <laughs> himself. You.
0: And this is why you should watch YouTube once in a while, folks. You should have seen the animation.
1: <laughs> Shake your hands. Um, and then they have Jonathan Taylor listed as the starting running back. Obviously, it's going to be more of a Zach Moss, Trey Sermon uh, dual threat there. Both still very capable running backs. I think both have served time as starters in certain areas or at least uh, you know certain role-playing guys. Uh, wide receiver room, Michael Pittman Jr., Josh Downs, and Alec Pierce uh, with Isaiah McKenzie backing him up. Oh, I only have four wide receivers listed. Very interesting there.
0: Uh, <laughs> that is interesting. Very interesting.
1: <laughs> uh, left tackle, Bernard Rallman will be getting the start. Quentin Nelson, the very capable and highly pedigree um, guy with Quentin Nelson. Uh, Ryan Kelly, the center. Will Fries, the right guard. And then Braden Smith, that right tackle listed as the starter. Obviously, he's not playing so Blake Freeland will more than likely be taking his place uh then they also have tight end Moali Cox and Kylan Granson as listed as like kind of like the co-starters uh I'm very confused James for uh correct me if I'm wrong is this not where a certain tight end was that we were looking at
0: uh it's on the injured reserve yeah, is he? Okay. yeah or, I wasn't in, sure yeah Jelani Woods, I think is who you're referring to. So he got injured early in the season and has been out most of the season.
1: I, I wish him so. a speedy recovery, but I'm happy he's not playing today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's that, fast, man. And he would destroy <laughs> us.
0: Now, Mo Alley-Cox is a pretty uh, pretty solid tight end, a good receiving tight end as well. Uh, and with them having four tight ends in the room, uh, that means we're probably likely to see a lot of two tight end sets. Uh So you can't just worry about, oh, well, we got to double-team the one tight end on the field because there's going to be two oftentimes, it looks like. Um, Also, the left tackle, Bernard Raymond, he was a former first or second-round pick. The only reason he didn't go higher in the draft was because of his arm length. A lot of people were concerned whether or not he'd be able to hold up against longer defensive linemen. So that's the matchup on Alex Highsmith's side as a guy with a little bit stubbier arms. Yeah. Uh, And then... And then T.J. on the other side gets a, uh, a backup right tackle. So could be a good matchup for these guys. Uh, we've been saying this multiple times this year when other teams' offensive lines are banged up and then we'll get like one or two sacks on the game. So uh, really getting to that time of year with only four games left, right, these guys need to really take over some games and start to dominate. Uh, and just really frustrate opposing quarterbacks by not giving him any time.
1: Yeah, I mean, Blake Freeland's a rookie at a BYU, 22 years old, uh, 6'7", 302. I think TJ might be able to oh, get, a, able to get <laughs> under that, get a little yeah. leverage, and make something happen. <laughs> yeah,
0: so yeah that's, that's a skinny boy, man.
1: <laughs> expect, uh, expect TJ to potentially have a good game or potentially get double teamed every single play. So <laughs> it's going to be somewhere yeah. in between, probably.
0: Yeah, I and mean, that's the thing. If they if they have to do that, then those tight ends are staying in and pass blocking, and then all you do got to do is worry about the wide receivers and running backs. So yep, it would make things easier.
1: Hopefully, they try to trip and go for one of those little tight end screens that TJ can pick off.
0: Yeah, right. Hey, Alex has one too. He took them to the house against the Browns. Yo, That is true. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the. Colts defensive front here. Um, starting off on the defensive ends, they've got Pay and Samson Ekubom, Uh Defensive tackle, DeForest Buckner. He was on the injury list, so uh, we're unsure whether or not he's going to be able to go. Grover Stewart listed as their nose tackle, uh, so that's their starting four up front. Uh, linebackers they run a 4-3 so a little different from Pittsburgh the will or weak side linebacker usually a smaller faster guy uh, EJ Speed he was on the injury list middle linebacker, Zaire Franklin he was on the injury list uh, and then the Sam or strong side linebacker Cameron McGrone he was not on the injury list so that's their healthy one is the strong side linebacker now going into the secondary uh Juju Brents or Julius Brents if that name sounds familiar it's because we just talked about him he's on the injury list yep. uh cornerback Jalen Jones if that sounds familiar he was on the injury list that's there's two starting corners nickel back for them is Kenny Moore one of the best nickel corners in the entire NFL uh Kenny's quite talented and fully healthy safeties Rodney Thomas the second and Julian Blackman uh, so kind of a banged-up middle linebacker or linebacker group, also a banged-up cornerback group. Yeah, Opportunities should be there for passing to tight ends and wide receivers with these guys being a little banged up. Uh, so really need to scheme up a good offensive game plan. Uh, don't take deep shots on fourth and two and third and six and <laughs> third and five and that kind <laughs> of
1: thing, you know? Why so, not? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you
0: talked about
1: Kenny Moore being a, uh, a good – One of the best nickel corners. He has three interceptions and a sack and a half on the year.
0: Um, (laughs) That's (laughs) impressive for a nickel guy, man. (laughs) He could
1: could very easily add another sack to that column and another interception, uh, depending on how Mitch plays today. So, and a couple other guys with blocking schemes and stuff like that. Um, But then you got the uh, special teams because they matter as well. Uh, They better believe it. Rigoberto Sanchez is the starting hunter. Um, Why'd you have to do that? I don't know. It was just a joke. (laughs) Just trying to be funny. Uh, Matt Gay is the place kicker, and then you also have Luke Rhodes as the long snapper because long snappers matter too. Uh, And then I, yeah, uh, Isaiah McKenzie, the (laughs) punt and kick returner. Also, you can't like I listen Rigoberto. It just sounds better when you say Rigoberto. It sounds yeah. natural. Yeah, you gotta give
0: him his respect. Natural. Yeah, you gotta give him his respect and say it the right way. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I
1: get it. I think there's some Italian yeah. heritage in my bloodline. I don't know. My last name used to be Italian before I took my stepdad's name. But also my biological Fair. father was adopted. So I don't have a clue. We'll find out. <laughs> oh man. That's really ancestry.com. Uh, Hit me up. Who knows. <laughs> Let's find yeah, out. <laughs> right.
0: Y'all got some work to do with this guy, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of people having work to do, it's time for us to give you our three keys to success to victory today against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? How do you want to roll today.
1: I'll go first. I went first right. last week, but you're going first next week. I'm going to make sure of it. Uh, my three keys to success for this week is uh-huh. for Mitch to control the, the field a little bit better, have a little bit more of a field general aspect, uh, not be like you said, not bombing on a fourth and two, third, third and 6 Um, taking what the defense gives him without forcing it to certain players or just checking down the ball. Uh, you're going to have those intermediate passes open every now and then. And I feel like mm-hmm. he hasn't gone to them. He's, specifically stuck with those check downs or just tried to launch it to someone who's, you know, double or triple covered. Um, So I'm hoping that he kind of controls the field a little bit more. Mitch's field control is my key to success. Number one, number two, defense needs to force turnovers early in this game. I said it last week and it didn't happen. And I think that again, if we want to get a win, we need to force turnovers early and get our team in, in good field position to score Even if it's a field goal, I'm not trusting this offense to put up three touchdowns this game. Like, I'm just not trusting that. So getting them in good field position where they can at least get three consistently would be very, very, very ideal. And last but not least, a little bit of a weird one. Field position, special teams. I want to see us having good coverage on punts and kickoffs. And I want to see Presley Harving when, when or if we have to punt. Uh, I want to see him pinning them deep in the corner, getting the ball out of bounds, getting it to roll and sit on the one again. Whatever you got to do. Um, got to control that field position to make them have to drive the length of the field to put any points up on the board. All right.
0: I like it. I like it. We're going to have a little overlap on one. Uh, so my first one, I want to see two rushing touchdowns from the offense today. Uh, I think that if you can dominate on the running side of things, take a little pressure off of Mitch so he doesn't feel like he has to take those deep shots to try to win the game, Uh, maybe it'll help him make a little bit better decisions as he's going throughout the game uh, by being a little more dominant. So give me two rushing touchdowns to take some pressure off of Mitch. Number two, I want to see Presley Harvin punt his butt off. Everything consistent, long, good hang time. Give the coverage guys a chance to get there. Uh, all that, I we cannot afford 35 and 40 yard shanks today. <laughs> Cody giving a little demonstration of his uh barefoot punting in the background here. <laughs> Didn't know Cody was a barefoot kicker, now I know. <laughs> so, uh, that's key number two for me. Presley's got to have a consistent, good game, uh, which goes very hand in hand with Cody's number three winning the field position. Uh, Gunner's having a good game, all that. So, uh, very, very similar. Number three. I'm putting it out there, giving you a number. Today is the day for six sacks from our defense. Six. Uh, I think they should be able to really take advantage of these offensive tackles. Uh, the interior is a little bit more stout, uh, but this is a team that is not fully like operating on all four cylinders. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Arnold Minshew is the backup quarterback. You got the starting running back injured, you got a starting right tackle injured. Um, they're not a premier offense. It's time to take advantage of teams like this and show how good this defense really is. Because realistically, we got two of the best pass rushers in the entire NFL, and it's time for them to start taking some games over like that. TJ has had a hell of a year. Alex has had a very good year, but the numbers aren't there. He's got like six sacks on the season. I want to see him get to double digits by the end of the year, and it starts today against the Colts. I love it.
1: And I've also, I will say this, I feel like this is, I see it every year, but I feel like this year's just been worse as far as the holding calls that aren't being um, called on TJ or Alex. And, and even the ones that are called are preventing them from getting sacks. Um, so I think yeah. that has a large portion to play in the, the lack of production specifically from Alex. And even again, more uh, from, from TJ. So interesting to see. Yeah. TJ
0: called out. the refs out on that.
1: <laughs> I'm curious <laughs> how much that fine was don't want him to do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I can't even imagine that had to be a brutal one. But yeah, uh, it's just a drop in a bucket for him, man. 50,
1: $40,000, $50,000 for saying some words. Um, Who cares when you make $30 million a year? <laughs> big facts. Uh, but with that being said, that's going to wrap up this show. Be sure if you guys get the chance to comment down below uh, or let us know what your three keys to success are before this 4.30 kickoff today. And uh, hopefully we get to watch the Steelers kick some butt in Indianapolis today. So Happy birthday. Oh, dude.
0: To you. <laughs> don't forget to wish cody happy birthday in the comments woot, or woot. on our facebook page or on twitter or anywhere
1: wherever you want i, I will say thank you Yeah, <laughs> <Again. laughs> that wraps it up for
0: us guys yep. uh so have a great saturday ghost Steelers! let's start this push for the playoffs
1: absolutely be sure to like and follow on facebook twitter instagram tiktok youtube and youtube subscribe and ring the bell it's free doesn't cost you a thing five star reviews on apple Podcasts. you know how it is and until next time this is your host james cody signing off
0: Peace.